Hello, Bridgetown Church, and those of you joining us today, my name is Bethany Allen, and this is the Bridgetown Daily. Well, here we are a couple weeks into quarantine life, and I wonder if any of you are feeling what I've been feeling over the last few days. It seems that the adrenaline and rush of the pandemic has faded a bit, and the realities of a new way of life, as well as the grief over what has and is happening around us, is beginning to settle in. My Sabbath this week was really one of the first days I've stopped working over the past few weeks. And while I was hoping for an encounter or a revelation or some kind of big moment with God, what I was met with instead was a lot of stillness and quiet and presence. And it was in that space that I, for the first time in weeks, actually felt like I took a breath, spiritually speaking. There was no great exegesis before me, no radical expression or form of worship. It was just me on my floor, in my apartment. My job and temperament alike afford me the liberty in times like these to push through with joy and resilience. I love taking care of people, and I've always loved helping others in the larger scheme of things and in the smaller places. And because of that, I pay close attention to the people around me. I watch their moods and listen to their tone, their body language, their over or under use of words, where their eyes settle in a room or in a moment. But I realized this week that while I could list off an assessment of how others were doing, I couldn't say the same for myself. On my Sabbath, God, who is the better helper, met with me and gently and kindly reminded me that I wasn't aware of how I was really doing. I wasn't aware of how broken I felt over the loss and grief of this epidemic, over the weariness of my petitions, over the loss of financial resources for so many in our church, over the impact of how the loss of touch impacts my sense of comfort and place, over the triggered responses that now loom in both my body and my mind as the ever-changing tide of our climate activates the memory of a season from the past with similar realities. And it was there, through tears and my frailty, that I wept for the first time in all of this before Jesus— and allowed him to call me back to a place of noticing, to a place where I was able to pay attention to what was happening inside of me and around me. Central to the practice of peace for the apprentice of Jesus is something called the discipline of notice, or what contemplatives call holy noticing. And though I believe it's a lost spiritual discipline, it is one that is essential to the life of an apprentice, particularly in a moment like this. The discipline of notice is an exercise that's done with the intention of becoming more aware of your thoughts and your emotions and your environment, as well as the Holy Spirit's presence in and around you. It allows for you to be fully present and mindful in each moment to what God has given and what God is giving, to move away from the tyranny of what could be or what wasn't to what is. It's the place where we notice the world and notice it with a holy purpose. Throughout his life here on earth, we saw Jesus do this very thing. In Mark chapter 5, we see him with a woman with the issue of blood. And in that story, we see that he both noticed uh, her touch as well as the power leaving him when he touched her. And again, in John chapter 4, we see that he was able to look beyond the woman at the well and her presentation and circumstances to the true need within her. We see him again in the Garden of Gethsemane where he was deeply in touch with his own emotional pain before he went to the cross. This was something that was essential and part of the practice and life of Jesus. 
The gift of this practice is that it is transformational in nature. As we notice what is, we are able to bring to that moment our emotions, our experiences, all of that to God. And it's there that we can allow him to transform us, ultimately making us more like him. As we settle into our new reality, this COVID-19 way of life, I've wondered and wonder what it would be like, what would happen in us if we all took the time to notice, to be in tune with what God is up to in and around us. How would it shape the way we viewed our week, our circumstances and our responses to them? How would it impact our ability to comfort and encourage and lead others? I recently read a quote by Aaron Daly, a pastor from Arizona, and the quote said this, God always does his work of sanctification, not by bringing you out of the disorder of chaos, but in making space right in the middle of it. That quote makes me wonder what it would mean if we took the time to notice that space amidst the chaos this week. To end, I'd like to lead us through just a small exercise of this practice. And so let's begin with the posture of paying attention. First, pay attention to your breathing. Notice how in the rush of things, your breathing can tend to be shallow and even something you take for granted. Take a few deep breaths and breathe slowly. And as you do that, receive each breath as God's gift to you. Next, take some time to pay attention to your life over the past few days and even the past few weeks. Notice any way in which you were focusing too much on the future and how that focus might be hampering your ability to receive in this present moment, to receive the gift of this present moment. Pay attention to your life as it is being given to you right now with all its limitations and joy. Next, take a minute and be very specific and and start to name these gifts that come to mind and name them as an act of gratitude to God. Next, Notice anything that is external to you that may be surprising or invitational or even out of the ordinary. It doesn't have to feel significant or insignificant for it to come to your attention. Just pay attention to the fact that God is bringing it up, and this is reason enough for you to give it your attention. Now, as God reveals something in your life that may be marked by his presence or invitation, take time to think about what that may mean. Lean into a posture of willingness to follow the wisdom or the guidance that comes. Next, notice the internal, your inner dynamics. Notice any point at which your heart has burned within you in the midst of your day-to-day rhythm or routine or life. Give yourself time and space to think about its spiritual significance, those small nudgings or invitations. And as your thoughts and emotions come, evaluate them without judging or calling something right or wrong. Notice the times where you have felt consolation or desolation. 
Notice the spaces that you have ignored, perhaps even in the busyness of life or in the slowing down of life. Take another moment to listen and to look for God's invitation for you to choose to experience and encounter His life over the last 24 hours. He often extends this invitation through the mind or the imagination, so be sure to be paying attention to that part of yourself. Allow those dynamics of consolation or comfort and even desolation, the sensation of emptiness or loneliness, to speak to whatever area he's highlighting. And as things come up, invite God to lead and to interact with these places of your soul. Remember to keep welcoming his presence. Welcome the reworking of your thoughts and your emotions and your fear. He is with you. He is speaking. And he wants to help you in this moment. So continue to welcome him as he comes and does his good work. Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, in the Message Translation says this, Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may come or what may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes. May we practice giving God our attention, being mindful of what He is doing right now among us, and trusting Him to help us with whatever lies ahead. <laughs>